This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Wednesday, August 28th, 2019. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Yesterday afternoon, Ann Colt Lightus, Anne Arundel County's state's attorney, announced that Dylan Augustiniak, 19 of Jessup, has entered a plea of guilty in the first-degree murder of Stephen Wilson. Wilson was shot in a model home that he was selling in a new housing development in Hanover back in December of 2018. On December 5th, Anne Arundel County Police and Fire Department responded to the model home at Newmanstown Drive after receiving a 911 call made from the victim's cell phone. Most of the call was inaudible, but the caller did ask for an ambulance, and a few moments later, a second voice in the background demanded, where's the money and who are you talking to? The phone then went dead. Augustiniak did take the victim's cell phone, laptop, keys, and power cords. He sold the victim's phone to his neighbor, who was really on the ball, realized that it was a stolen phone, and with the news reports of the murder, called the police and gave them Augustiniak's name. Strangely enough, just minutes after the murder, Augustiniak logged into the Snapchat account from that phone and sent an outgoing Snapchat message. He was arrested on December 7th, and he is scheduled to be sentenced on October 23rd by Circuit Court Judge Michael Wax. A very scary wake-up call in Odenton yesterday morning. At about 5.40, a woman woke up in the 2400 block of Apple Blossom Lane, which is condominiums, to find that there was a male suspect sexually assaulting her while she slept. The female victim screamed, at which time the suspect exited the residence through a window. Anne Arundel County Police responded, of course, with K-9 as well as a helicopter, but they were unable to locate any suspect. He has been described as a black male, approximately 25 to 35 years old, 5 foot 10 with a medium build. Last seen wearing blue jeans, a light-colored shirt, and an orange head covering. And Anne Arundel County Police are asking anybody that may have any information to give them a call at 410-222-4732. Mostly bad news and a little bit of good news for Anne Arundel County Public Schools. The results of the latest PARC exams are out, and that is P-A-R-C-C, and that is a controversial test that's been around since 2015, and Anne Arundel County kind of mimicked the rest of the state, showing math scores dropping considerably and English tests showing some improvement. In the lower school math, Anne Arundel County scores dropped less than 5%. However, they did drop. They didn't go up. The results of the Algebra 1 exams showed a drop of 5 percentage points or more in the number of students scoring a 4 or higher in Montgomery, Frederick, Anne Arundel, Charles, and Talbot counties. Now a four or a five score is being considered proficient. Hey, we've got some intersection improvement and speed reduction projects that are coming up that you want to know about. The Maryland Department of Transportation's State Highway Administration is beginning several projects that are going to enhance safety and improve intersection operations on 170, which is Telegraph Road out in West County, 214, which is Central Avenue down here in Edgewater, and 174 Reese Road out in West County as well. Joining us now is Charlie Gishler from the State Highway Administration with all of those details. Some improvements coming to Anne Arundel County. M.SHA is going to begin several projects that are going to not only enhance safety, but also improve intersection operations. Now, this is going to happen along Telegraph Road, which is Maryland 170, Central Avenue 214, and Maryland 174 Reese Road. First, the Maryland 174 Reese Road Severn Road intersection. M.SHA is going to be constructing a new left turn lane only for vehicles turning left from eastbound Maryland 174 to go northbound on Severn Road. Crews are also going to be lengthening the existing right turn lane from westbound Maryland 174 to northbound Severn Road. It's a $1.8 million project and it should be completed next summer. 
in Odenton, Maryland 170 Telegraph Road, M.SHA is going to be reducing the speed limit from 50 miles an hour to 45 miles per hour on a nearly three-mile section of uh, Maryland 170 between Betson Avenue and Reese Road, Donaldson Avenue, Maryland 174. In Mayo, Maryland 214 at Muddy Creek Road, Maryland 468, crews are going to begin a project to enhance safety and improve efficiency at that intersection. M.SHA will resurface, put a very thin layer across that entire in- intersection in order to restripe the existing pavement, and that's going to create a dedicated left turn in each direction. Once complete, eastbound Maryland 214 will have one through lane and a dedicated right turn only lane, and westbound Maryland 214 will have two through lanes and a dedicated left turn only lane. This is really, really going to help intersection operations out, especially during the peak hours for folks traveling to and from the Mayo Peninsula. And speaking of congestion, the Maryland Transportation Authority released a statement yesterday about a third bay crossing. They said there are four choices. One is to do nothing. The other three all involve the building of an additional bridge. All three of those locations are scheduled to be in Anne Arundel County. Now, that is way far away, and it took County Executive Stuart Pittman by surprise. In a statement late yesterday afternoon, he said, This morning I was surprised to find out that the joint federal and state study of potential Bay Bridge crossings had been narrowed down to include only those that cross through Anne Arundel County. Any of the three options will be severely disruptive to existing communities and sensitive environmental areas. All three options could destroy parks along the Chesapeake Bay at a time when we are trying to expand public water access. The northern crossing appears to go through Downs Park, the middle crossing appears to go through Sandy Point State Park, and the southern crossing appears to go through Beverly Triton Nature Park. The study's 2040 projections for Bay Bridge traffic are based on the assumption that the eastern shore will develop in ways that its communities oppose. I suspect that all residents will protect their eastern shore land from development interests and that the bridge traffic can be better addressed with forward-looking public transit options in this study dismisses. If we haven't figured out how to get cars off the road by the time this bridge gets built, we'll have much bigger problems to confront than traffic. Let's not build yesterday's bridge tomorrow. And I do agree with County Executive Pittman there on that one. Hey, if you are a bay nerd or a beer nerd or a trivia nerd... This may be for you. The Chesapeake Bay Foundation and Eastport's soon-to-be-open craft brewery, Forward Brewing, are going to be hosting a Bay-themed trivia night on Friday, September 6th from 6 to 8.30 at the Philip Merrill Environmental Research Center at 6 Herndon Avenue in Annapolis. Forward Brewing is going to be serving its new boat beer. Harris Creek Oyster Company will be shucking their farm-raised Chesapeake Bay oysters for the trivia team. The game will start at 7 p.m. and teams can range anywhere from two to four people and it is about the Chesapeake Bay, its watershed, ecology, and history. So if you know a little bit about the bay, this might be for you. Tickets to the event are $25 each and you've got to be 21 and older to attend. You can get those tickets at cbf.org. And what's kind of interesting about the partnership between the Chesapeake Bay Foundation and Forward Brewing is that right now Forward Brewing is going through a little bit of a brouhaha in the city of Annapolis with some zoning regulations to get their brewery open. This is going on 4th Street just down the road from the Boatyard Bar and Grill. And it's just kind of interesting that they paired up with a big powerhouse like the Chesapeake Bay Foundation just as they're trying to get the zoning approvals. All right, that is about it for the top news today. Please make sure you're checking out ionanapolis.net throughout the day because we never know what's coming down the pike. Click on that first link in our show notes and find out all the different ways that you can connect with us and we can connect with you. If you are someplace you can give us a rating or a review, please do that and give us a recommendation to your friends, family, and colleagues.
Aside from that, hang tight. We've got George Young with your local DMV weather. He's coming up in just one minute. Next thing I know, they stopped and they put a spotlight on us. And he said, if you're going to do it, you better do it now. And there we were. And he dropped. He dropped on one knee. And I stopped breathing right there. And all of a sudden, there's thousands of people. And they're clapping and they're yelling. Say yes. (laughs) She said yes. And everybody heard it. They went. I'm Steve Samaras of Zachary's Jewelers. That was Michael and Juliana's story of yes. Start your story with Zachary's and beautiful, rare, responsibly sourced Forevermark diamonds at Zachary'sJewelers.com. Suicide prevention starts with everyday heroes like you. Join us Saturday, September 21st at the Navy Marine Corps Stadium in Annapolis as we walk to fight suicide. Be a part of the movement turning hope into action. Funds raised will benefit the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Register today at AFSP.org slash Annapolis. Together, we can help stop suicide. Go to AFSP.org slash Annapolis. Going out? You need the most up-to-date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather, and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Wednesday, August 28th. Yesterday was another nice late August treat with mixed skies and highs in the 70s. And while today's temps will again be below average with reading 76 to 83 for highs, there is a likelihood of clouds and showers and possibly a thunderstorm or two as well as a cold front moves through the region from the west. But that'll set the stage for three very nice days in a row from Thursday through Saturday with tons of sunshine and highs in the 80s each day before a chance of showers and storms returns again on Sunday as another cold front moves through into some fairly warm air in the skies above. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMV Weather. Make it a great day out there today and be sure to get our free app on all of your devices by searching for DC MDVA Weather in the Apple or Google App Stores and also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and on our website at dmvweather.com so you can always stay weather informed. September 28th, the second annual Twist and Stout Festival at Quiet Waters Park along the shores of the South River. Twist and Stout, a Maryland wine, craft beer, food and arts festival presented by the Anna Arundel County Department of Recreation and Parks, along with the Maryland Wineries Association. Sample dozens of craft beers and Maryland wines. There's music all day, starring the Groove Spot Band, along with the Naptown Brass Band and Vertigo Red. Watch the plein air painters and shop dozens of artisans, crafters, and food trucks. Tickets are on sale now at twistandstout.org. That's T-W-I-S-T-A-N-D-S-T-O-U-T dot org. September 28th. Twist and Stout at Quiet Waters Park. Noon till 6. Tickets at twistandstout.org. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find even more information. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., keeping you informed with the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. And take a moment to listen to our other podcast, The Maryland Crabs, released every Thursday at noon.